Here is your Golfer's Almanac for today. It's Monday, May 8th, 2023. Today is the birthday of Francis Wiemet, born Francis de Sales Wiemet in 1893 in Brookline, Massachusetts. The family moved when we, Francis, was four to a house across the street from the 17th hole at the country club. He started caddying and, for the most part, taught himself the game. The family was quite poor, and at the insistence of his father, Francis quit school in his junior year, though he was one of the best high school golfers in the state. He was told to do something useful and ended up working at a sporting goods store. We met had a meteoric rise to fame, winning the U.S. Open in 1913. Earlier that summer, we met lost to Jerome Travers in the quarterfinals of the U.S. Amateur at the Garden City Golf Club. That year, the U.S. Open was delayed until September so that the British golfers Harry Varden and Ted Ray were able to compete. They were the dominant golfers of the day and were favored to win the U.S. Open. Varden had already won five Open championships as well as the U.S. Open in 1900. We met knew the golf course well and was able to finish the 72-hole competition in a three-way tie with both Varden and Ray, setting up an 18-hole playoff for the next day. We met won the playoff with a one-under for the day, beating Varden by five and Ray by six. He was the first amateur to win the U.S. Open and went on to win the U.S. Amateur the next year in 1914 at Equinox Country Club in Manchester, Vermont, beating Jerome Travers, the two-time defending champion, 6-5. and five. We met won the U.S. Amateur again in 1931 over the future congressman Jack Westland, 6-5 and five at the Beverly Country Club outside of Chicago. We met played in the first eight Walker Cup matches and then captained the next four matches. And then in 1951, he became the first non-Brit elected to be captain of the Royal and Ancient Golf Club of St. Andrews. One of the most iconic early images of golf is Wimet and his 10-year-old caddy, Eddie Lowry. Speaking of caddies, today is the birthday of Bones McKay, born Jim McKay in 1965 in Surrey, England. His family moved to Florida when he was seven. McKay played golf for the Columbus College Cougars, and then started his caddying career with Larry Mize. Freddie Couples gave the lanky McKay his nickname when he couldn't remember his first name. McKay is best known for his work with Phil Mickelson starting in 1992, helping Mickelson to win all of his major championships with the exception of the 2021 PGA Championship. After serving as a golf commentator for NBC for about four years, McKay is now caddying for Justin Thomas. Happy birthday, Bones. Today is the birthday of Chris Kirk, born Christopher Brandon Kirk in Knoxville, Tennessee in 1989. He played golf at the University of Georgia and was part of the Bulldogs' 2005 NCAA championship team. Kirk turned pro in 2007 and has five wins on the PGA Tour. His most recent win was the 2023 Honda Classic, a nearly eight-year gap between wins on tour. Happy birthday, Chris. In 1961, Gary Player appeared on the cover of Sports Illustrated on this day for the very first time. The cover story was written by Alfred Wright and referred to Player as a jittery golf champion. 
Player had won the Masters a few weeks earlier, and had also won the Open Championship in 1959 at Muirfield. Player was adjusting to his new fame, and the article detailed his life on the PGA Tour with his wife Vivian and children along for the ride. Player would appear on Sports Illustrated's cover four more times, though oddly not after his win after the 1965 U.S. Open when he completed his career Grand Slam at the age of 29. He beat Cal Nagel in an 18-hole playoff at Bell Reve Country Club in St. Louis. Jack Nicklaus would get his career Grand Slam a year later in 1966. On this day in 1977 at the Lady Terra Classic in Atlanta, Georgia, Hollis Stacy won for the first time on the LPGA Tour. She would win 17 more times, including four majors. Stacy won the U.S. Girls Junior Championship for three straight years starting in 1969. Stacy was the only golfer to ever win three straight USGA Junior Amateur Championships until Tiger Woods won three in a row starting in 1991. Finally, on this day in 1946, John Breedemus passed away. He was 61 years old. He learned to golf in 1914 at Van Cortland Park in New York City. And then after possibly helping Seth Rayner and C.B. McDonald in constructing the Lido Golf Course, though this rumor cannot be confirmed, Breedemus moved to Texas, where he had a massive impact on golf in the state. He founded the Texas Open in 1922 and brought many tour events to Texas, including the 1927 PGA Championship. Breedemus was profiled in Harvey Pennock's Little Red Book and was noted for his minimalistic design philosophy. Breedemus is credited with numerous designs, perhaps most famously Colonial in Fort Worth, working with Perry Maxwell. Rest in par, John Breedemus. Here's a quote today from Francis We Met. Golfers should not fail to realize that it is a game of great traditions, of high ideals, of sportsmanship, one of which a strict adherence to the rules is essential. That's it for today in golf history. Play fast, repair all the pitch marks you can find, and keep your golf ball in the short grass. Your Golfer's Almanac is a Golf Tunes production. It's written, produced, and narrated by me, Michael Duranko. I invite you to check out our original golf illustrations and the humor essays that accompany each of the golf cartoons. Tour Backspin is a weekly golf history newsletter that celebrates the PGA Tour in the 1960s and 70s with tie-ins to today's tour. They offer a bunch of content, contests, and other interesting bits. See the link in the show notes and subscribe.